Good morning and welcome to another morning mental prayer with Shalom Kaysen. Today's topic is sufficient grace. And before we begin, make sure you hit the like and the share button. It's absolutely free with the money back guarantee. So don't be afraid to invest in the like and share button. You can share on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, anywhere you browse the interwebs. It will really help me if you share. And I have a very important message today during the resolution part. So stick around for that. And we're going to begin with our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Today's quote is from the first letter of Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 9. And he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for thee. We're just going to reflect on this quote for a few moments. Right, here's the quote again from 1 Corinthians. And he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for thee. And we're just going to reflect on this quote for a few more moments. Alright, moving on to our reflection, sit quietly and consider this. How often do you ask for God's grace? Here's the quote. And he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for thee. How often do you ask for God's grace?
All right, here's the reflection. How often do you ask for God's grace? And the quote, and he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for thee. How often do you ask for God's grace? All right, moving on to our Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou and thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. And now for our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so beneficial, so much more powerful than any other kind of prayer is the fact that we are not only reflecting on some spiritual topic, but we are resolving to change our lives. Based on this reflection, you should resolve to avoid every sin you possibly can. However, you should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins. It is through these sins that all other sins flow. And they are as follows. Lust, envy, gluttony, greed, wrath, pride, and sloth. Remember, it is important that we protect our churches and statues. It is through our churches, our places of worship, that we get the grace of God. Of course, we can also get the grace of God anytime we pray. But God wants us to gather together in a physical place and worship. If you believe that our blessed Lord Jesus Christ did not abrogate and destroy the old covenant but just updated it um, in the old covenant you will remember that the jewish people had a physical place of worship god isn't physical but he had them worship in a physical place it is the same exact way in the new covenant which did not abrogate the old it just updated it so there are still physical places of worship that's why it is important that we protect them because god made it so we could get additional grace in other ways when we gather together visibly churches and statues and other items like this these are not just symbols they are the visible trappings of our faith just as the jewish people had in the temple statues of angels the ark of the covenant and uh, other carvings and statues of animals and things like that these things were allowed and they were by God and they were made to beautify these temples. So one who attacks churches and crosses and statues, they are directly attacking the faith, just as if someone in the past would attack the Jewish temple, which they did. The Romans attacked the Jewish temple specifically because they wanted to get rid of the Jews. How do you get rid of the Jews? Destroy their temple, destroy the visible um symbol of their faith their connection their visible connection to god 
Next up comes laws forbidding the faith. It has happened in the past. It happened in Rome. As I stated, first they destroy the churches, then they make laws out, uh, making it illegal to practice the faith. It happened in Germany in the 1930s and 1940s. First, they started destroying churches and synagogues, and then they just made it illegal to be Jewish. They made it illegal to be Catholic. A lot of people don't know this, but it was um, made illegal, uh, and many priests, monks, nuns were killed in the concentration, concentration camps right along with Jews. In Russia, the same thing happened in the 1917-1920 time frame. Uh, the communists took over, they destroyed the churches, and then they made it illegal to be Catholic, to be Christian. In Mexico, the same thing happened in the, I believe it was 1800s, late 1800s, there was a revolution. And the revolution, a lot of people think, oh, it was good, you know, people are fighting for their freedom. No, that's not what happened. It was people who had money and power who were going against the peasants who were Catholics and these people, these revolutionaries, quote unquote, took over the country, destroyed uh, many churches, statues, and they made Catholicism illegal. They killed many, many peasants who were Catholics who were just fighting to defend their faith. In France, during the French Revolution, the first thing they did was destroy the churches, tear down the statues, and then with the new constitution, they made uh, the new religion of France to be reason, and uh, I forgot what the other one was, but they even erected their own statues uh, in the churches in uh, Notre Dame. And right now it's happening in China. They continue to tear down crosses, destroy churches, bulldoze them, and it is pretty much illegal to be Christian or Catholic unless, and I, and I don't want any confusion here, being Christian and Catholic is the same thing. There's just other forms of Christianity, which is why I separate the two. I should probably say Protestant or Catholic because, you know, we're all Christians. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is in China, uh, it's totally, uh, it's not completely illegal to be Christian, but they are getting towards there. All these countries started by defacing and closing the churches, then they banned worship altogether. But God's grace is sufficient. He has given us the power and grace to protect the faith. It is not our job to just give up and to just say, well, this is the way things are. We can always worship God in our homes. No, that's not what God wanted. And that's not how he set things up from the very beginning. If you've read the Old Testament, you will know from the very beginning, God wanted his people to worship in a physical location. The only difference between the Old and the New Testament is that that there was just the temple and one place. But God wanted his people to be able to worship him all over the world. So now there is a proliferation of temples, of holies, of holies, where God can reside in these churches, in these blessed and holy places in the, on this hallowed ground. God wants us to gather in these places just as he did in the Old Testament. So now it's time to stand up for Christ. I'm telling you, uh, they are taking down uh, statues and they are taking down, they are saying that St. Michael is wrong because he's standing on the neck of Satan, which is why I put a picture of St. Michael at the beginning of this video. 
Uh, they're saying it's just like a cop standing on a black person's neck. Now, I'm black, if you didn't know. And uh, St. Michael is not racist and it is not upsetting to me at all. I want him to stand on Satan's neck like it says in the book of Revelation. I want him to de defeat Satan so we can all be happy in heaven. You know, um, of course, we can be happy in heaven whether he defeats Satan or not. But the point being is that that's a part of God's plan for complete salvation. It's in the book of Revelation. It's not racist. Uh, and uh, there was another report on Twitter that um, someone said that pictures, paintings of Jesus, statues of Jesus, he looks European, so that's racist. So next they're going to be coming for those. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, first comes the defacing, then comes the laws. They're going to make it illegal to practice the faith. They're already making it uh very difficult online on social media they are blocking people they are banning people so just you know i, I don't know even how long you know i put saint michael <laughs> in the image maybe this video will get blocked i don't know but you know um remember the maccabees read the story of the maccabees it's a deuterocanonical book in the bible and you will see how these people work and you will see what we might need to do to protect to protect the faith and i went on long i haven't been going on long lately i wanted succinct short videos but i felt like it was very important that i talked about this topic and i hope you understand my point we're moving on to our resolution and morning prayer my god i offer thee these resolutions unless thou deignest to bless them i cannot be faithful to them i beseech thee most earnestly to bless me that i may serve thee faithfully this day by a perfect devotedness to all my duties and a steadfast adherence to all my promises and good resolutions in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell and share. Follow me on social media at Shalom Kaysen 1. That's Shalom Kaysen and the number one. Also go to sdkaysen.com for daily prayers and quotes. You can support me at donate.sdkaysen.com. That's donate.sdkaysen.com. You can browse my prayer books and products over at my website as well. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.